Hi everybody, it's Shannon. Uh, I'm just jumping in here at the beginning of the episode to let you know that we're very sorry that we've been gone for so long. Um, you know, life just sort of happened and we got really busy. And so the next two weeks of the podcast are episodes that we had already recorded in the past. And we I just now actually had the time to edit them and put them up. Um, so we are probably going to make references to stuff that's no longer culturally relevant. Uh, for example, I think we spend like maybe 10 minutes in this one talking about Venom 2, which is no longer in theaters. Um, but I don't say la vie. That's just sort of how, how it happened. And hopefully it will never happen again. We're never going to miss any podcast stuff ever. Um, but you know, I, we can't really promise that, but we're going to, we're going to try our hardest. So then this episode and the next one we're recording in the past. And then after that, it's going to be all new content and we're going to be back on it, back on our grind, um, back, back in the New York groove, podcasting it up about Adam Brody. Oh, and the episodes are going to come out on Monday now instead of Wednesday, which you probably already figured because it's a Monday right now. So with that, Please enjoy this episode of Brody Quest. Oh, I fucked it up. The first one was so good. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bad energy to start with. Well, I have shorts energy, so actually I'm counteracting that bad energy mm. via my shorts. Yes. Um, guess what? What? We get to go see Venom 2 later today. Yeah. And I'm real excited. I'm also very excited. What are your, tell me your hopes and dreams for this movie. I just want them to be in love and be happy. Yeah. I want at least three scenes of domestic bliss yeah. with Venom and Eddie. Yes. Like, I know it's a movie. There has to be a plot. It can't all just be them being in love. Mm hmm. But if I get three scenes, I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. And Woody Harrelson, he can do whatever he wants aside from that. Three scenes. Except he's got that stupid wig on. That wig is a choice. Because it is in the like 90s fucking Venom comics. That is what the dude who turns into Carnage looks like. He has a big old mop of like bright red hair. But it looks so silly on him. It looks like a clown wig. Yeah. It looks like he's Woody Harrelson auditioning for the Joker, but he doesn't know what the Joker looks like. <laughs> but I'm excited for a movie. Yeah. What's a, let's do a prediction. Cause I don't actually know anything about the plot. I know nothing about it. I know it. that Andy Serkis directed it. Oh, he did? Yeah, he did. Oh my God. Mr. Planet of the, the Apes himself, mm -hmm. Mr. Gollum. Mm -hmm. He directed it and Woody Harrelson's in it and there's going to be carnage because the yeah. title of the movie is that. Oh yeah. Do you think that Spider-Man will be there? No. Do you think we'll just get a little, little hint? A little no, taste? I think we'll get nothing. No Spidey? No. Not even like a joke? Maybe, maybe a joke. You know, like but a... But no actual visual thing. I don't, like, so, like, I don't get how these movies exist or mm -hmm. work or, f like, because, like, Disney owns everyone now. Disney yeah. owns the world. Disney owns our souls. Yeah. Disney basically owns the U.S. military. Yeah. I think genuinely they might. Yeah. I don't get how these movies just exist as their own separate thing. Do they exist as their own separate thing? Are they linked? It feels, it's so weird because it's like. I think they're supposed to be part of the MCU. But there's no, but they're, it's so weird because like 
they when you're watching like i'm so used now to like the marvel like bullshit where it's like they're so up their own ass yeah. and it's like every fucking movie is like the end credit scene where it's like but next time on yeah. marvel. the marvel show yeah mr dr octopus and i don't know any marvel characters <laughs> which i can't summon any and green arrow are gonna That's- kiss <laughs> Like that's what everyone is like. Uh-huh. But watch, we rewatched Venom yesterday to prepare for watching the new one again, and it didn't do any of that. Like yeah. it didn't care. Yeah. Like which was refreshing. Kind yeah, it's nice. But do you? But now this one's the new one. So do you think that? I feel I'm worried. You that think this one might have some more Marvel bullshit. I'm worried it. at the end of this one they're gonna be like, all right, bring in the boys. Yeah. He's fucking. He's here. But here's my problem. I love the boys. I do like. I enjoy the boys on occasion, but. Like, I don't know, this is weird. Like, I imagine, imagine Venom talking to Tom Holland. <laughs> right? Don't. You instantly <laughs> laughed. You instantly laughed because that concept is so fucking ridiculous that l- this guy is going to be, like, hanging out with this fucking child <laughs> and be like, I'm going to bite all your limbs off. You're going to be like a little shit boy. And then it's like, Tom Holland's Peter Parker is like, um, uh, uh, it's like, what? It'd be weird. Yeah. Anyway, I hope they do that. Yeah. I hope that Venom wins for the movie. Yeah. In the movie, I hope at the end Venom wins. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's what everyone wants. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's like rooting against Venom. Anyway, it's weird. This whole movie's fucking weird. I've seen this movie described in so many atrocious ways, and it's endlessly entertaining have you read any of the reviews for this movie no. you you gotta read some reviews we can read some after we go see it because it's fucking hysterical especially looking on rotten tomatoes because the critic score for this movie is like 15 percent, <laughs> and the audience score is like 80 something <laughs> like critics are furious That's they're like amazing. they're like this movie is so bad don't go see it don't go see venom don't give it your money and all of the fucking gays are like here you go <laughs> take it there tommy get tommy it. hardy Fucking take our money. We don't care. You're going to have the slime kiss the man, the gross, dirty man, and going to kiss a slime? I'm on board. I saw someone describe this movie as the mold in the Avengers shower. <laughs> I want to watch this movie so bad. I'm so excited for it. It's going to be a blast. But we can talk about Adam Brody first. Yeah. Before we get Welcome to Brody Quest. I'm Josette. And I'm Shannon. And here on Brody Quest, the world's best and only Adam Brody fan cast, what we like to do is we like to just look at Adam Brody a lot and think about him and talk about him and let him into our hearts and souls. Hey, Joe, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about a couple things. We're talking about a short film called Double or Nothing. Yes. We're talking about a little show called Surviving Hawking. Barely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're talking about The Crawl Show. Yes. Yes, we are. Which one do you want to talk about first? We didn't talk about order. I I don't know. It was such a weird mess of things we had to watch. Let's do Surviving Hawking first because okay. I remember that one the least. Okay. Um. 
So Surviving Hawking was, if once again, it was weird. It had similar energy to Good Vibes, where it's just, yeah. it felt like they had, they had like this whole setup for like this perfectly packaged little cartoon show, and then it just didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, which it was just weird that that if I had a if I had a nickel for every time, I'd only have two nickels, but it's still weird it happened, <laughs> that it happened twice. twice. Yeah, this show was. Yeah, I you say perfectly packaged. Well, that was I guess a little generous. That's very generous. The only the pilot exists. Uh huh. And the pilot's a mess. Uh-huh. It's like basically just setting up the premise for the show. Mm-hmm. And even more so than good vibes, I cannot tell who this is for. Yeah, I cannot tell who this is for, because there's like, the. The vibe of it is like those like, you probably didn't read these, but those like middle school boy genre of books mm-hmm. where it's like Diary of a Wimpy Kid kind of started it and then there were like a thousand more after that. Yeah. It like that was the vibe of both the art style and then like the narration that Adam Brody's character was doing. But then there'd be really long drawn out masturbation jokes. Mm-hmm. The pilot is like, what, five minutes long? Yeah. And I swear to God, a full minute of that is spent on masturbating. Yeah. So that's cool. Do you want to talk about the premise? We didn't talk about the premise. Yeah. So the premise of it is that there's this like town called Hawking. That's like this little, its own little bubble. And like, you're only allowed to live there if you're a super genius. Mm -hmm. And so people outside of it always call it like elitist and say it's like unfair. So they're like gonna have a transfer student come from, from outside the city bonkers yeah from the dirty city beyond yeah um so they're like gonna have that so it's about this kid who cheated on a test so he got like the perfect score so now he's being sent to this like super smart town and has to live with this like random surrogate family there i guess Mm -hmm. um and i guess like this is against his will he just doesn't get a say yeah he got so good on the test that his and his parents are cool with it too they're like see you son have fun Go yeah. live with Brian Cranston. Yeah. Brian Cranston was supposed to be in this show. Which is bonkers. That man has done so many things. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of him for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not a lot there to talk about with Surviving Hawking. No. It's four minutes long. You can find the pilot on Vimeo. I am not surprised that it didn't get picked up no. into a full series. Because <laughs> they're... Yikes. It did do something, though. It had one joke that I liked. What was... Oh, there wa- there's one joke that I did like, and it was there. the normal parents, not the genius parents, are watching TV, and a TV show comes on, and the TV show is uh, 62 minutes and 14 seconds, and it's like, welcome to 62 minutes and 14 seconds, the, sh- the show that's 2 minutes and 14 seconds better than that other show. And I was like, all right, that's dumb enough. That, that's good. I laughed at that. So that one joke, that can stay. Scrap the rest of it. Scrap the rest of it. I don't even remember. Like, they do a thing. It does, like, three minutes of, like, setting up the plot of what the show would be. And then the last minute of it is, like, a reel of all of the characters. Yeah. Bonkers. Yeah. It's really strange. Do you have any final thoughts for Surviving Hawking? I would not watch it. Okay. Oh, wait, before we keep going, we forgot to rate Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Mm. We didn't do that last time. Why are we so bad at our We're not very good at podcasts. 
But that, that movie is important to me. I do think that we need to retroactively rate it. So think back in your mind. Yeah, what if but this? Here's the issue. Now I can't be mean because you just said it was important to you. It's important to me that we rate it because okay. it's a big movie. Okay. It's not like whatever the fuck the other one that we missed where we were like, ah, fuck, it doesn't deserve it. You know? Yeah. Um, I'd give it maybe a six out of ten. Six out of ten. I'm feeling a, a light to decent seven out of ten. Seven, seven <laughs> out of ten guitar hands. I had to remember a, a line joke from, from the movie. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to remember a joke from it. And Surviving Hawking, I give a big doggy doo-doo out of ten because <laughs> it's not worth anything. That was harsh. Even Adam Brody couldn't save that show. It's not surprising that they get picked up. It wasn't, it was boring. <laughs> so yeah. like, it was weird and over the top and the art style was ugly and it wasn't funny. Damn. Tell me how you really feel. I just did. Okay. That's how I feel. I don't, I wasn't enticed by surviving Hawking. Okay. It's also weird that it's named Hawking after Stephen Hawking because like, he's not, or at the time he wasn't dead. Oh, yeah. If you try to find this pilot, most of what comes up will be about Stephen Hawking. Yeah. And how he, in fact, did not survive. Yeah. Oops. Next thing. He, he did for quite a while. He did for quite a while. It, it was miraculous. Yeah. But, but in the end, Death's Cruel Hand claims us all. Welcome to Brody Quest. <laughs> We're here to make you think about death. Okay. What's next? Um, Double or nothing, I think. We'll go in order of length. 11 minutes long, double or nothing. Here's a fun fact about this one. I'm just going to sandwich that one right in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. Because then afterwards we get to talk about the Kroll show. Okay. And Because this episode, it started with a weird energy. Yeah. I think we can both feel it here in, not our studio, in the bedroom. Yeah. There's a weird energy in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like that sentence at all. I need to think before I speak. Yeah. But I'm a podcaster, so legally I can't. Um, Double or Nothing. It's an 11 minute short from 2012 starring three people. Mm -hmm. Containing only three people. Yeah. And... Two of whom I knew. Two Not of whom personally. I, uh, yeah, two of whom... Well, one of them... <laughs> one of them I guess I do know personally. That's weird. <laughs> like, because, like, we kind of don't. Like, we really don't. Like, we don't know him personally. Like, we don't but know we details have of his met personal him. life. But we have talked to him on multiple occasions. Yeah. We're on good terms. <laughs> it's such a weird... I'm on good terms with Adam Brady. Yeah, I'm on good terms with Adam Because it implicates so much, so much more. Well, because, like, we are. <laughs> like, I could prob like, if we really needed something from Adam Brody, like, like if there was an emergency, we could probably contact Adam Brody and he'd be willing to help us out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. That's baffling. Anyway, Double or Nothing, 2012, 11 minutes long. Uh, you can only find it to buy on a few websites. Mm -hmm. So I did purchase it for $3 yep. on our shared Brody Quest Google account. And do you want to talk about the premise of this? The premise of this? Oh, God. It starts with, which I I rewatched because I watched these all a week ago. Yeah. And I rewatched the Kroll show and the other thing, like the parts he was in, so that I could like refresh my brain. And I was like, I'm not rewatching Double or Nothing. I did not want to go through that again. Um, the premise of this is that this guy's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adam Brody's a dick in this one. Yeah. 
Um, it starts with this guy and his girlfriend. They're like outside a club and they're like kind of arguing and then they're starting to go back in and then this guy like this there's just this homeless man and he like asks them if they have any change played by keith david yeah yeah so i didn't know who the girl was i'd never seen her in anything i think that she is the sister of the person who directed it because they have the same last name okay um but this homeless man just like asks them if they have any change and Oh boy, does it go downhill from there. It goes so downhill so quickly. Oh, so quickly. Did my little heart plummet? Yep. Let's get this out of the way. Adam Brody's a very talented actor. Proven, Mm -hmm. I think, by this. By how much I hated watching this. Because I it managed, he was so good at making me not like him. And Uh even when he is playing shitty people in other things... There's a part of my brain that is still like, well, it's Adam. Yeah. It's just Adam. He's playing a part and he's doing a good job. Like, ready or not, he has questionable morals, but he's so, so pretty. <laughs> Even promising young woman, total asshole, total douchebag. But I was excited he was there. Yeah. I like looking at his face. In this, I did not enjoy it. Yeah. I did not like him and I wanted him to get a comeuppance and he did not. Yeah. And the ending is bad. Yeah. Um. So good job, Adam. <laughs> I'm proud of you that you pulled that off, that you managed to be a, a giant dickwad. <laughs> the, so he, the the thing starts and he's already being a dick to his girlfriend. He's mm-hmm. being really patronizing because she's like an art student and he works in sales. Oh, God. And they're like out late at a club. That was his, like, com- that's right, his comment about, she's like, well, I have class tomorrow. And he's like, like yeah, at noon, you're an art student. Oh. Is it, he was like at three in the afternoon and it's an art class. So it's like pottery or whatever. It's like what kids do. Oh my like, God. I and then that. he's like, I have to get up and I'm going to be like lifting things and sweating. And she's like, you work in sales. <laughs> it's kind of funny in retrospect, but I wasn't laughing at no. the time. Um, he, so he's being a dick to her and talking about how he, he wants to go home. And then the homeless man asks for money. And first he just like straight up refuse. Like he doesn't outright refuse to give the dude money. He just starts bullying this poor man. Yeah. And... At first says fat, just the worst, like anti-homeless stuff. And then it very quickly turns very racist. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to quote any of the racist lines because they are very racist. Yeah. Like, holy cow. Um, so he then is like, if you want money, you have to play a game for it. You have to earn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he puts a dollar bill in one of his hands and he has the home, he tells the homeless man to guess which one it the hand is in and uh, if he gets it wrong then Adam gets to punch him mm-hmm. anywhere he wants as hard as he can and this was very weird for me because I watched this the night after not the night after the night of watching Squid Game yeah so I, I was like where is this going to that it, it was the prequel to, it was the American prequel to Squid yeah. Game someone in Korea saw this short because they're a huge Adam Brody fan. and they hated all the racist shit but they just took this one tiny part like, well that's an interesting concept I yeah. could do something with that yeah. and they did and now it's the biggest fucking thing on the internet and I can't open any social media because I haven't finished it yet yeah. <laughs> so also, Squid Game is really good. We could have talked about Squid Game for the intro, but also I might have cried. Yeah. Squid Game is very good. Here's a fun, here's my moral for this episode. You don't have to go watch any of these things. You don't have to go watch Surviving Hawking. 
You know, I have to go watch Double or Nothing, although I did screen record the whole thing and I will probably be putting it up so that you don't have to buy it because I'm a dick. Um, but if you wanted to watch it and you're interested, I, I'll, I'll have a link for that. And you don't have to go watch The Kroll Show because a lot of it hasn't aged great. Nope. You should go watch Squid Game. It's on Netflix. Yeah. And when you watch Squid Game, you should watch it in Korean with English subtitles. And you should also check that your Netflix is on the right subtitles because there's two versions of the English subtitles and one is bad and one is good. So don't do the closed captions English subtitles. Do the normal English subtitles because we didn't do that for most of the episodes and now I'm bitter. <sighs> go watch Squid Game. It's very good. On with the, the show. That's my Squid Game calls. Yeah. So he tells he does the wager. The dude guesses right, gets the dollar, and then Adam is like double or nothing. And keep in mind this whole time in between this like the game they're playing, he is just being the girlfriend is telling him to stop. He's like she's like you're being an asshole. What are you doing? Don't do this. Don't hit this man. Just what the fuck. Mm-hmm. And then he's a dick to her, and he's continuously being a dick to the guy. And Keith David's just standing there and taking it. Uh, and then Adam's like, double or nothing. I'll put more money. I think he had like a hundred dollars. Yeah. It's like, I'll put a hundred dollars in one of my hands. If you guess it right, you get the hundred dollars. If you, which by the way, that's not double. That's a hundred. Yeah. But he's like, double or nothing. If you get it wrong, I get to hit you twice. And he's like, whatever. And then he gets his wrong and Adam Brody punches him. And the girlfriend's like, fuck you. I'm leaving. And she storms off and Adam chases her. And is like, come back, you're being ridiculous. And she doesn't come back. And he kicks a trash can. And then he walks back to where the homeless man is and is like, all right, great, thanks. And gives him a bunch more money. And it's revealed that this was all an elaborate ploy to break up with his girlfriend. Yeah. Because he, well, he didn't want to break up with her. He wanted her to break up with him. And so he had purposely been being an asshole for weeks, but she wouldn't break up with him. So he was just like amping it up to a point where she would break up with him. Yeah. Which is so ridiculous and so fucking dumb. It doesn't a, make any sense. As a concept. Um, yeah. Just the fact that. And the fact that they made us watch all this horrible racist shit. And then we're just like, it was all a goof. Because and like. It's also not because he's still kind of a dick to Keith David yeah. at the end. Like he yeah. says some weird shit where you're like, yeah, huh. and he doesn't apologize for like he there's no line where he's like, oh, sorry about that act. I had to really layer it on thick or something yeah. like that. Like nothing. He's it's just so an asshole. Weird, yeah. I don't get what the moral of the story is. There wasn't one really. What's the I don't understand the point. I don't think there. I think they just wanted to be clever. But this homeless man made a lot of money for himself and he will get to sleep in a nice bed that night. So that makes me happy a little bit. Yeah. Good for that guy, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. The things that that... he had to do for it are not fucking cool. No. Um, yeah. It's a dumb concept because, like, why wouldn't you just break up with her? Yeah. I don't understand. Like, because, like, the only reason. That I think that you would be able to be like, I don't want to be the one to break up with her because it's like, it's too much work. It's too much emotion. It's like, it's too much labor to like sit the person down. You have to have the whole discussion and you have to be the bad guy or whatever. But isn't but this, this more is work? infinitely more work yeah. than just saying, I don't want to date you anymore. Especially like if you're then like, you've been putting on an act of being a, like just the worst person for weeks and building up to this. Like at that point, just break up. Yeah. Cause like. Because the other thing is, like, maybe he would want to try and avoid being the bad guy at the end. But, here, but he's being very the literally the worst guy. Yeah. So I don't understand what the motives are. No. 
They just wanted a twist. It's a bad twist. Yeah. And I don't... Listen, I noticed at the end it was done as like a thesis film for a U- USC student. Mm-hmm. How do, I don't know how they got Adam Brody and Keith David in it. Maybe they're rich. But... So like, it definitely has that student film kind of feel to it. Maybe their writing skills have improved since then. I don't want to cast any shade to anyone who made it. Except for what the fuck? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Were you, why would you? Why? What? Anyways. Want to rate it? or? Um, I feel like it doesn't deserve a rating. I mean, zero. Like, I don't. Yeah. It's, it's just, like, really upsetting to watch. It's very upsetting to watch. Adam that does a great job. Adam does an incredible job. Like Adam his acting skills job. are amazing. It's just really difficult to watch. Yeah. So good job. At ten out of ten for Adam. Zero out of ten as an experience. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Moving on. Moving right along. This episode might be short. You know what? I don't have anything to offer you. I don't know. I'm just saying. Might be short. I can read you. I've been curating. Uh, we should talk about the Kroll show, but if, I mean, if we need, if we want to hit our typical time what mark. What year is it? What Did you just ask what year it was? <laughs> what the fuck just happened? In, in Adam Brody world? 2012. That was fucking terrifying. I was talking to you and you said you were like kind of rocking back and forth and then suddenly you froze and your eyes went as wide as they possibly could and you whispered in your mic, what year is it? wanted to make sure it wasn't 2014 yet i thought you just got possessed (laughs) again again oh that was that's a fun story joe got fucking possessed the other day like for real though (gasps) i we were watching something and it was very entertaining it was very funny and then at the end ended and I just went that was boring and I didn't mean to say those words those words came out of me I did not mean to say them it I gasped afterwards because it surprised <laughs> me and it surprised everyone and I still don't know what happened my and, brain just short-circuited and allegedly like the word boring sounded <laughs> weird I wasn't there actually I heard this secondhand but according to the people who witnessed it the word boring like sounded wrong as it came out of your lips and then you instantly gasped afterwards I straight up think our ass is haunted not haunted like haunted is ghosts it, if a possession that's demons I seem po- I no I think ghosts can make you say silly stuff sometimes maybe I hope it's a ghost because if you're like in tune to the spirit world i'm pretty sure a ghost has like spoken through people before i feel like we could look that up i'm not in tune to the spirit if you listen to our podcast and you are also somehow a paranormal investigator if shane madey and ryan bergara listen to this podcast hit us up brodyquestpod at gmail.com and tell us if ghosts can speak through people yeah pretty sure they can and also congrats on season seven I'm real sad to see it end, but I'm really excited. No, this is just a personal note to Shane and Ryan. This is just a personal note. Everyone else, just stay tuned. Like, stop listening for a second. Go do something else. Hey, Shane and Ryan, I'm a big fan. I'm really excited that you guys are doing Watcher now and get to be in charge of your own content, but also I will be sad about it. I really love the new content. You guys have really creative stuff. Oh, my God. Puppet history, incredible. Are you scared? Fucking transcendent. It's delightful. Yeah. Yeah. 
Too Many Spirits? A classic. Yeah. The, welcome to our Shane and, and I Ryan. was, I was, I was less on board with the cooking ones at first, but I've gotten into I've them. I've gone way into them. Yeah. They're very good. Yeah. Watcher's great. I also really like, this is just about Shane and Ryan now. Do you, did you notice that in all of the Q&As for the last season of BuzzFeed Unsolved True Crime, they kept holding Watcher merch? Like they, they'd be drinking out of Watcher mugs. That's and so like funny. one time one of them was wearing a t-shirt. I, I was like, that's so. That's hilarious. I'm genuinely surprised that they were allowed to do that. Yeah. I guess they're still on semi-good terms with. Yeah, I'm sure. Anyway, The Kroll Show is a show that Nick Kroll did on Comedy Central. And it has aged badly. And it has no comedy in it, which was really no. confusing. Yeah. I, it's supposed I had to be Comedy Central. Yeah. Comedy Central usually tries pretty hard to make their things comedic. Yeah. Um, you know, now that you put it, I've never noticed that before, but Comedy Central is usually funny. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And you know, well, another weird thing is I usually think Nick Kroll is funny. Oh my God, wait. I just figured out why the Food Network is called the Food Network. It's because all the shows have food. <laughs> yeah. Nuts. Piecing it together. Yeah, okay. And Cartoon Network. Okay, I get how it works now. Yeah. I'm on board. So, yeah, Nick Kroll is usually a funny guy. Yeah. This show was not very funny. You know, it's hard when you have a sketch show that has, like, so many episodes and you just have to write so many sketches. Like, not all of them are going to be hits, you know? Yeah. Maybe we, it was a bad, ep- maybe we picked a bad episode. Yeah. I don't, yeah, maybe I won't well, say we didn't the pick whole show it. is bad. We were assigned it. We were we were passed down from yeah. God himself that yeah. we had to watch this one. And by God, we mean Adam Brody's IMDb page. Yep. That's my Bible. Yeah, truly. Um, It does have the classic Oh Hello mm-hmm. uh, bit in it. Which I'd say is probably the best bit. That is 100% for sure the best part of this episode is the Oh Hello segments. And even those aren't great. Yeah. Even those are, you can see why, why the actual special is only like, you know, an hour long. Yeah. See why it's not a, an ongoing thing. And I've seen clips from other episodes of The Kroll Show where it is funny. Because mm-hmm. it's mostly just like John Mulaney and Nick Kroll kind of improving as mm-hmm. those weird characters. This one, was, maybe not, it wasn't so much. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I thought. I thought it was all right, just not very funny, but like not terrible. I've watched, you know, I've watched a lot of SNL that wasn't very good. And I, but this was a lot worse than SNL. Um, Oof. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I like the part that, but I do still enjoy, like I just, oh fuck, hit my elbow. I just enjoy watching Nicole and John Mulaney do things, though. Yeah, I like, and it was fun seeing young John Mulaney. Yeah. Um, and there are a few lines in it that were mildly entertaining. I don't think I could quote them off the top of my head, but I remember watching it and thinking. I like, always think. I mean, like the funny thing about they're charismatic. Yeah, and the funny thing about the hello thing is just that they're like. It's such nonsense. And yeah. there are definitely like those nonsense lines that maybe like, what the fuck? What was it? A clam um, hatton? Yeah. Which clam is hatton. sea clams in a Manhattan. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So it definitely still had those those good moments. And then But the Adam Brody of it all. Yeah, the Adam Brody of it all is that they go out to this club 
and Jules, who is Nick uh, Kroll's character, his son is there, um, who is a very emo Adam Brody. Once again, we get an emo Adam Brody. His hair has like that fucking fringe cut. He has eyeliner on. He looks so sad. He's wearing like a leather vest. He's wearing a leather vest and I think nothing else. (laughs) And he's playing like electronic music. Yeah. And it's super sad. And he looks so sad, which is hilarious, like contrasting like just the ridiculousness of John Mulaney and Nick Kroll in these two characters. And then just every time it cuts to him, just deadpan being so upset. Yeah. He like, cause Um, he, cause he, he sees them come in and he like, cause he's like playing his music and he looks like emo mopey but it's mm-hmm. like it looks like he's like part it's like kind of part of his act like he's a mopey little dj boy and then when he looks up and he sees that his dad is there his face like falls and he goes, dad yeah and it is so heartbreaking and then and then gil goes don't call me dad i told you it's gil now yeah it's gil now Oof. <laughs> and he's like yeah he just kind of sits there and like lets them do their nonsense at him and then at the end, Gil asks for money for a taxi and, and he gives, he gives them money. it to them. And then as Gil's about to walk away, he goes, wait, dad, what did you think of my music? And then they just like stare at each other for a long time. And Gil goes like, oh, well, I've never been the best judge of songs and like walks out. It's really heartbreaking. It's really heartbreaking. But it's that it's pretty funny. Yeah. And Adam is so, so choice. Yeah. It's so spice. Yeah. It's so good. Um, I also I also screen recorded part of that just so that I can post a little gif of him yeah. in that outfit because it's a good outfit. I think that that tidbit was definitely like my favorite thing that we watched. Yeah, the Adam Brody bit in the Oh Hello sketch of season one, episode seven of the Kroll Show was. If you want to go watch just that, pretty all right. It's I like it's like three fourths into the episode. Yeah, I don't really remember the timestamp. You could pretty you figure it out. Um. Jenny Slate's also in this episode and she is also fun because she's Jenny Slate. She's fun to watch mm-hmm. and she's playing an annoying character, but she still made me laugh because yeah. it's Jenny Slate. Yeah. There's a part there. She's like on a fake dating show and she does. There's a part where her date because she has the thing where she's like her pet peeve is being called ridiculous and she tells her date that and then the date goes, well, Liz, I think that you're ridiculous. And she goes, no, I said, and she like gets up upset and is doing this weird character voice. I can't even do an impression of the thing. And then he goes, Lee, amazing. And she does this thing where she goes, oh my God, I totally jumped the gun. And like does this, like she like looks down and does this weird thing with her eyebrows. It's like totally the Debbie Ryan. Yeah, Debbie but Ryan she's like moment. moving her face so much and doing this weird voice. And it was fucking hysterical to me. Yeah. She's very funny. Yeah, she's very good. Do we have Jenny Slate on the podcast? I don't think so. Damn. I mean, and if we did, we would have had to get her on for this. So. Oh, yeah. I love Jenny Slade. I think that she's very I know. Funny. We were just talking about her because she was in Venom. Venom. She's in the first Venom and yeah. they kill her off. Fucking yeah. sucks. I hope they somehow bring her back to life. So here's the thing. Because we were talking about that while we were watching Venom. It's like, it's a shame that Jenny Slate was in already cast in Venom for the Marvel Universe because she'd be so good as like the female Dr. Octavius. Mm-hmm. Um, she honestly she'd be good as fucking anything yeah. any Marvel character you throw at her she'd yeah. be god tier but she should be like a like a villain like some she should have a bigger role than what she gets in yeah. Venom but weird but also like those aren't connected to the MCU so they she could be in the larger MCU mm-hmm. I think that she still has a shot yeah put Jenny Slate in the MCU 
and put Ben Schwartz in the MCU. These are two things I need. Put Adam Brody in the MCU. Yeah. He's in Shazam and he doesn't He's in job, DC. He could, he could be in the MCU. Do you think that when you join when you're in one like either one, one you sign a contract where you're like, I'm not gonna be in the other one? Maybe. Because Zachary Levi was in Thor, but they killed off his character super unceremoniously. Oh weird. Do you not remember that part? I don't remember him being in Thor. He's in the first two Thor movies. He's one of the, he's like he's one blonde, of Thor's friends. He's one of Thor's friends. He's the blonde dude. I can show you a picture. He looks ridiculous. He like barely looks like Zachary Levi. But then in Ragnarok, he had like a long death scene that was like pretty dramatic, but they had to cut it for time. So in Ragnarok, there's literally like it's when um, Hela is invading fucking uh, Asgard. And she comes through the portal and she kills all of Thor's friends. And you don't even see her kill most of them. But Zachary Levi is on screen for like literally 30 seconds, like choking on his own blood. And then he falls over dead. How did I not know that was Zachary Levi? I feel like such a fraud. You probably did at some point. You just forgot. He's not important. I feel like such a fraud. I would have known that. Yeah. Oops. Sorry, Zachary. I'm sorry, Zachary. Um, Oh, sorry. He was only in Thor 2. In Thor 1, it was... Some other dude was playing okay. Fandral. And that makes more sense because I've Thor seen two. the first Thor a lot and I feel like I would have known. Yeah, he's only in Thor 2, which is not a good movie. Yeah, it's not. Um, What were we talking about? The Kroll Show. And Rate then the it? MCU. The Kroll Show gets a f- 3. I almost said 4. Gets a 3 out of 10. Adam does a great job. I would give it a 4. You give it a 4? Yeah. So much of it was so unfunny. Yeah. That I th- it brings it down to a three for me. In retrospect, though, when I just when I'm not having to watch it, when you when and I I'm just thinking and about them, him. and I'm just picturing Nick Kroll and John Mulaney, I'm like, they're funny. It has to be at least a four. It has to be at least a four. They're very funny. No tea, no shade, no pink lemonade to Mr. Kroll and Mulaney. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, maybe Mr. Mulaney a little, a little bit, but like. He's doing his thing. He's getting it done. <laughs> He's getting it, indeed. He is getting it done. I don't know what it what it is, but he is getting it done for sure. Yeah. Um, that's the show. We're at thirty eight minutes. I do want to follow up. I while recording this, I received a message from my friend Marin, who I think you've met on occasion. I've met Marin. Um, she sent me a post from Mr. of a, a picture of Mr. Chalamet. As William Wonka, uh, which we talked about previously. On is the this podcast. real or is this someone's edit? This is real. He po- he posted this. Oh, wow. Um, he looks kind of incredible. The costume is great. He does look like he's going to be Doctor Who. Yes, he does, <laughs> which I love. My friend Marin, though, sent me this post with the caption, Please, God, don't. Let's stop pretending he can act, please. So I want to publicly call out my friend Marin on the podcast. You are wrong, Marin. Marin, I'm sorry. He is maybe annoying. I will give you that wholeheartedly. Yeah. But he definitely can't act. We've seen it time and time again. We've seen Little Women. We've seen Miss Beautiful Stevens. boy. Are you beautiful, kidding Oh my me? God, beautiful boy. I forgot about beautiful boy. He deserved boy. an uh, Oscar for that. Jesus Christ. He deserves a hug for beautiful boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I want to rewatch Beautiful Boy now. We can do. I that. just want to destroy myself on Beautiful Boy. Yeah. So he he can fucking act. He has range. I do not think Wonka will be good. No, but I don't think it'll be his fault. I think Wonka will be bad, but I don't think it'll be his fault. Yeah. He's just gonna be an unfortunate. Maybe it'll be good. Wouldn't that be buck wild if it was good? Yeah. Maybe. It would blow my mind. 
I'm gonna watch it. Of course, I'm always gonna watch. <laughs> I'm always gonna watch. If this if this program has proved anything, it's that you and I will watch pretty much watch anything. <laughs> what are we talking about next week? Oh, that's such a good question that I should know the answer to. Let me look. I feel like we're up to the one that I uh, messaged a bunch of people on Instagram about. <laughs> that no one replied no to. No one has replied to that. We tried. We tried. We've been doing a fun... I don't think we've talked about that on the podcast. I've been doing this fun thing where I look ahead at stuff we're going to be talking about in a few weeks, and I message celebrities that were in it with Adam Brody, blindly, not knowing who shared a scene with him, just people who are, like, moderately big names who I think maybe I could get on the podcast. And I send them a little Instagram message like, hey, what's up? I do a podcast about Adam Brody. Do you want to be on it? And no one responds. I don't expect them to, really. Well, because probably none of them have their DMs open. Yeah, next is Lovelace, starring Amanda Sigmund Freud and other people. Sharon Stone, Peter Sarsgaard. I think it's based on a true story. It's rated R, it's an hour and 33 minutes. It's a light watch. Get to watch Amanda Seyfried in some retro outfits. Yeah, so if you want to join us for that next time. Watch it. Watch it. Well, get on that. I don't know where it's available for streaming or anything like that, but... It fucking is somewhere. It's on HBO Max. It says it right here. It's on HBO Max. If you have HBO Max, the world's best streaming subscription, not a not a sponsor yet, <laughs> um, you can watch it there or you can do something illegal. And I won't tell anybody. It'll be our little secret. Don't encourage that. It'll be our little secret. No one has to know. No one has to know. If you want to get at us, you want to tell us something, you want to keep up to date on the podcast, or maybe you just want to... Uh, be our friend. Follow us on Twitter. At <laughs> the face that you made was really funny. I'm sorry. Follow us on Twitter at BrodyQuestPod. Uh, you can also contact us by email, BrodyQuestPod at gmail.com. Send us stuff if you want. You can also, if you need direct links to s- stuff that Adam Brody was in that's maybe not readily available, i.e. Family Law or Missing Brendan or the other ones, the one we watched this week that I'd already forgotten the title of, I guess. Um, Double or nothing. Double or nothing. You can email us there and I'll hook you up. Don't worry. No one got to know. And this is not a sting operation. Promise. I promise if we were a cop, we'd have to tell you. If we were you. cops, we'd have to tell you. Otherwise, it's podcast entrapment. I'm so smoking we weed right now. You can't see it, but that's how you know I'm not it's a cop. So, there is so much. This room is disgusting. There's, cl- there's, there's clouds, clouds everywhere. Fat clouds fat everywhere. Fat clouds. Snoop Dogg is also here, and he's high-fiving Willie Nelson to chill hang. Yep. Anyway. Um, is there a third thing we say? Oh, share the podcast with your friends. Oh, yeah, tell Rate the your podcast. friends about it. Give it a good rating if you want. We appreciate Make all posters. That. If you have money to buy a billboard, buy a billboard. Maybe we could buy a billboard. I don't we just cost to buy a billboard. That'd be pretty more funny. More than we have. It'd be funny, though. It would be a little funny. <laughs> I feel, like that like would get, I feel like that would get Adam's attention if we put up a billboard with him on it. Are you legally allowed to do that? I don't know. I don't think so. So we'd have to ask, we'd have to reach out and ask him, hey, can we use hey, your we likeness a for, for a the... billboard for our show? Yeah. He'd be like, what? Why? Wait, what city would you put a billboard for our podcast in? Because I don't want to do LA, New York, off limits. Too basic. Uh-huh. Every, too many billboards. No one pays attention. Uh-huh. You wouldn't want to do it locally? You wouldn't want to get some locals in on us? No. 
No. I think it's better if we just pick a we like drop I a really pin like I really like the billboards when you first come off the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, oh, yeah. they have really cool placement. Yeah. Um, that's prime real estate. Too. Yeah, that's prime. It's it, you know it's prime real estate cuz Apple almost always has it. It's almost yeah. always advertising the new iPhone. Um, so if we get those are probably really expensive. Yeah, though. no, those are probably. I bet we could afford a Seattle billboard. <laughs> if Apple's affording it, we cannot afford it. Don't you think we could afford a Seattle billboard? Like maybe not in Seattle, not in but like Seattle. Out, right the outskirts, like right when you're leaving Seattle. It's like maybe. you're leaving Seattle. I you're think probably billboards are a... way more expensive than you're thinking. Maybe, but you always see them, and they have like if you want one, yeah, call I... the number. Yeah, but I think I think we could afford a billboard like stack. If you buy a billboard, do you have to put it up or do they do that for you? No, I think you probably have to you probably pay someone to put it up. When I was in fucking when I was in high school and I did theater in high school, our senior year, our teacher tried to get a billboard to advertise the musical we were doing that year and asked me to make the like billboard design. Oh my gosh, that would have been so and cool. And I did and it, I never nothing ever came of it. We didn't get a billboard. That would have been really I mean, so fucking cool. Anyways, we can't afford a billboard. I'll look into it. <laughs> okay. Do the outro. Okay. With that, thank you for watching this episode. Of you don't Brody watch Quest. a podcast, thank homie. Thank you for listening to this episode of Brody Quest. I'm Jessette. And I'm Shannon. And remember. Adam Brody says your future is bright. Whee!